Hello and welcome to another podcast of Plus Seeing. On this podcast, we'll be hanging out with Norma Sibanda, who's the co-owner of NISC Farms, which produces quality broilers for the market. If you guys are not yet familiar with Norma Sibanda, I would advise you to listen or to watch to our previous podcast because she's been a frequent guest here on Plassi. But on this podcast, we'll be addressing issues that were not addressed in those previous podcasts, such as how did she and her business partner put together the money to buy the farm where they're farming? And also, how did they put together the sum of money to start up? to buy the initial stock, to buy the feed, and so on and so forth. We'll be also finding out from her how did she get her market and how is she maintaining the relationship between her and her customers. That is also one of the biggest problems that emerging farmers or small-scale farmers are, are experiencing is to find a market and to maintain that market. So with that said, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, and I hope you find this podcast insightful, inspirational, as usual. Yeah, what's been happening? You good? Um, nothing much, just work, trying to get this money. Um, I'm fresh, healthy, and wena? Ah, no, kisha. Productionary. Ish, wena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last time, kisari, neribu, I think it was two weeks back, Onori, you're getting rid of two houses, um... Well, catch are you you selling you selling you selling yeah no they they all gone they all gone yeah they all gone um we in fact um have a batch that too we ready for the market um in this coming week mm. and uh, we placed other chickens as well so we've got like two cycles yeah. happening right now before we get into that i mm. think i think we just need to make it clear to everyone or no what are you busy with like what is the main production we we understand from part one that um you want to venture into mixed farming yes. and um you have you have fantastic ideas about the piece of land that you just bought um or the piece of property rather or but uh, to venture into into mixed farming but what is currently in operation Moplasino? So, um, and of course, I, I guess everybody always wants to know what do I start with, you know, in the beginning in terms of, you know, I want to go into agriculture. Do yeah. I start with, you know, chickens, pigs? Mm. Um, you know, we decided we're going to start with broilers because, of course, as you know, farming is a very expensive, you know, exercise. Mm. Um, and you need something that's going to bring you in um, or help you balance out your cash flow. Mm. That's why we decided we're going to go with broilers. Mm. So currently right now we've got two cycles of broilers, like I mentioned earlier, yeah. running right now. And um, we literally just started with some goats. We got some goats since yeah. the last time we met. Mm. Um, How are they doing? Also, How they doing? They, they, they're doing well. Adapting hey? well. They're, they're adapting well. Uh, they picked up some weight. You know, they're, they're looking good. They're, they're looking fresh. <laughs> probably check them out after this podcast. Yes, please. Can yeah. we do that? So, um, and like I mentioned, you know, um, our idea behind NISC Farms was not only just to focus who's, who's on our? one thing. Who's our? I think, I think. Yeah, so I have a partner. Yeah. Yes, What's I don't, you know, his What's name is Ivan. Yeah. And uh, I'm not by myself. I can't mm. even just be like, yeah, mine, 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 mine. Yeah. I have a partner. And, you know, we came together and we came up with NISC, mm. um, which in turn turned into NISC Farms. And uh, we've got all these amazing ideas of what we want mm. to do in this space. And mm. like I said, mixed farming is, is what we are looking at right now. Um, and, and this is purely based on, um, you know, the fact that we want to learn all the different, you know, parts of agriculture, mm. you know, 
be it is it cows or is it um, mm. pigs is mm. it chickens is it um, you know crops as well yeah. we're actually in the process of installing our own irrigation <laughs> I, saw, I saw something I think it was on Twitter you yes. and the guys were busy digging yeah, holes so digging a trench for uh, our main land uh, uh, uh. <laughs> you know and of course like I mentioned farming is very expensive again with irrigation we've decided we're going to do it ourselves as mm. opposed to getting someone else to do it mm. and um, I think I mentioned that you know like in the previous podcast how the internet is like a wealth of knowledge like yeah. we can all just go and find these things mm. you know where you pay someone to do it you can actually just go on youtube and mm. someone will show you exactly how mm. to connect and this to. and that and that and that and that and of course because the money to pay someone else is not there mm. again like i said farming is very expensive yeah. um so right now we've got broilers um that is what we have and like i mentioned we met we, we bought some goats as well and um we're currently in the process of you know developing our land so that we can plant some crops. Mm. What, um, what are you intending on planting? Um, spinach um, mm. and some kale mm. and we're hoping to do some tomatoes as yeah. well and herbs as well. So um, we were actually chatting with my partner the other day about how we actually want to do to do interplanting, yeah. you know, because there's different ways, you know, agriculture, there's just so much to learn. Mm, you know, mm, there's different mm. ways in which you can control your weeds by yeah. not only just planting spinach, but yeah. planting spinach with spring onions, mm, you know. And like mm. I said, all this stuff is always on the internet yeah. and the stuff that, you know, I just, when I can't sleep, I just read up mm. on it. And um, I guess with the, our actual field is that we actually want to plant as many crops as we can. You know, provided that, of course, the crops will, you know, get the right amount of nutrients without mm. overcrowding your actual yeah. beds, but being smart about it. So, so with, with the planting as well, is, is, the, is the logic also that um, something that, that you can harvest quick, like a cash crop? Is, is that is that also the logic? So that's the that? spinach. That's spinach because, as you know, a lot of farmers plant spinach all year round, yeah. and um, and you can harvest spinach, and and that will help you with your cash flow. Mm. So of course, the broilers and you know your crops like your spinach and your kale will help you stay afloat when mm. you need some cash flow. Mm. Whereas some investments are a bit more long term. Like yeah. for example, you can't buy pigs today and sell them tomorrow, mm. or you can't get goats today and sell them tomorrow. Unless, mm. if, of course, you've got a market to do that, you're buying them for a certain price mm. and you're selling them for a certain price. Because yeah. I mean, we are all in business. Because we're passionate yeah. and we love the particular space, but also to make money, mm. to make a living. Mm. So it has to make business sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I guess that's also why we also got into mixed, mar uh, mixed farming, because we want the different revenue income streams. Mm. And of course, I'm not discouraging those that want to specialize on one thing, um, but we are also doing it one step at a time. Yeah. We're not just starting with everything and mm. everything is just rosy. Once. You know, like I mentioned, we're starting with boilers because we want the cash flow and also to get started. Mm. Um, and we've got some goats that are also in the background. Yeah. Very soon we're going to buy some, some pigs. Mm. I mean, today we went to visit um, a piggery in the area and the guy is selling some pigs just to also learn. Mm. And I remember mentioning that mentorship is also important. So, yeah, again, um, if you're a person that's a newbie like us in the space, you want to familiarize yourself with people that have been in that particular space mm. or that field that you're exploring uh, within agriculture and that can actually answer your questions. Mm. Uh, besides the internet because you can't just rely on the internet um, can I can I ask you something right since you mentioned that um, broilers and and for an example Crops, spinach, yes, spinach yeah. um, especially those two I just want to get your, your 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 perspective or your understanding when it comes to something that you've just mentioned because it's so easy to do uh, not not necessarily easy but because it's um, it's 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 I, I personally believe it's the first thing that every new farmer wants to mm. venture into but don't you think that the market is already crowded because yes. it's so easy for an example spinach like 
mm. everyone does spinach isn't that a fear of yours and your partner that you might do spinach and find out to you can't sell it or mm. was there some research behind that did you go to yeah um bukasi and, and find out whether the market is is in need for spinach and it's in need for 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 your broilers I think we spoke about, you know, customers and also wanting to identify your market. Yeah. A lot of farmers will tell you, find your market first before you plant, right? Yeah. Um, you know, because you don't want at the end of, you know, four months, you're harvesting, you know, so many crates of tomatoes, but you've got no one to buy them. Mm. You know, again, even with your crops, you need to plan, just yeah. like how you plan with every single part of mm. your business. You need to plan, okay, we are about to plant 5,000 seedlings of spinach. By the time we start harvesting the spinach, who are our customers? And mm. that's, you know, especially with the crops like spinach, they're quick. Mm. Three months, three months, mm. you're already harvesting. Mm. And you're harvesting for like three months thereafter. So now yeah. you have to now think, start building those relationships. And like I mentioned, I'm very big on trying to serve the informal market. Yeah. Very, very big with quality produce, mm. not just produce because they're just the informal market, mm. like I always mentioned. And I think my, my, my partner um, shares the same sentiment, but like, start creating those relationships and like i said even with the chickens you know us finding the customer in fact you know with the chickens we actually went at you know we're going to produce chicken how hard could it be to sell i have to confess uh but um eventually as we realize our chickens are like 14 days old okay almost 20 days old we need to start finding a customer like i said don't wait until the 11th hour mm. i'm not saying i mean you are selling food people have to eat mm. but again you have to find the customer mm. you can't just wait until don't just assume that you don't the assume that the customer is going to come to you because that mm. is the biggest myth please mm. because you're selling food and people mm. need food to eat to survive it doesn't mean they'll come to you you have to yeah. go and find them so we started talking to a few people even something as simple as going to the hardware store and speaking to the lady at the hardware store and her saying okay actually know someone that would buy the chickens that guy said okay the other guy will actually buy mm. your you know your whole mm. batch mm. and that's really how it happened so you have to stay open-minded stay sociable mm. speak mm. to your potential mm. customers and you never know network, your customers Joe. network put with yourself people. out there put yourself out there and you will find your customers very easily yeah. like i said you are selling food mm. but in as much as it is the mindset of i'm selling spinach and everybody eats spinach but nobody's going to come mm. and say Duffy, do you have spinach? Mm. No. There's spinach at, at, at supermarkets. There's spinach around the corner. From yeah. the, you know, you just have to go and find your customers. Mm. And once you're there, meet the demand. Yeah. Simple. It's just simple. I mean, you know, understanding prices, understanding mm. what the market is charging, making mm. sure that you, if you want to obviously win someone over as a customer, you have to go in there and find out how much are you actually stocking mm. your spinach for. I can beat that price. Mm. You know, and the it might not be, still the same. and the quality is still the same. Yeah. And I mean, because you're starting out, it might not be the, those profit margins that you want to make, but mm. at least you'll be foot in. You're running. You know, running. and as soon as you run, as soon the more you you meet more people, the more you find mm. more customers, the more you can actually start making the true profits that you actually yeah. deserve to actually be making in this space. So, when yeah. it, when it, when it, when it comes to broilers, right? I I know that. Um, we, 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 we might talk about it and, and make it sound easy, yeah. but Leona Isabatla still requires uh, um, um, you know, a lot of money for your 100%, infrastructure, 100%. Um, crates, yes. um, transportation, like the, yeah. the infrastructure alone can cost someone an arm and a leg, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um, so Lona, how did you guys, did you guys, how did you guys go about it? How did you guys erect the structure? Did you find a structure already there? Yes. Or the current guy that you're supplying, I remember the last time, um, we had we had a conversation off air, mm. and you mentioned that you guys were fortunate enough to find a buyer 
Upa's Upa's bulk. Mm. He cleans out the whole house. Yes. yes so yes. you guys didn't have to. Um, um, you guys don't worry about transportation costs. No. You guys because he comes and comes and fetches yeah. it from the farm. Yeah. You guys didn't. Don't worry about Rekama Kriti because mm. he is already. And how many other children Kriti with The whole we are looking at. How much would it cost if we bought these crates ourselves and mm. we go and we deliver to the same mm. guy and then we realize <laughs> it's not so so then but, how how would you advise someone then? Guri, Guri, the thing is, you know, like you know, finding that person was also sheer, you know, God's grace and but mm. what the, the I think the best advice and when and we spoke to a lot of farmers before we even started looking for yeah. a farm and one thing that always like was on our minds when we we're looking for a farm is existing infrastructure and not all of us are fortunate enough to find mm. a farm i mean i could inherit a piece of land and it's just you know a piece of but land but then remember guys like every single thing has an alternative or a substitute so mm. if you can't afford to erect um that structure that has got bricks you can use corrugated iron mm. there's so many ways mm. which people are doing it mm. all over mm. the world in fact in africa as a whole mm. people are very creative about using the resources that they have yeah. around them yeah. to actually have a proper chicken run mm. or a coop Mm. So, um, we were fortunate enough to find a farm that had existing chicken coops that needed just renovations mm. and just for us to fix here and there. And But that was the goal in mind for us, is that we were looking for a farm with infrastructure. Already. So Already. That, or yeah. somewhat, you know, a little bit, so mm. that we can just pick up from where the previous um, owner oh, left off. off. And then we can just fix here and there, because of course we knew we didn't have the money mm. to build the infrastructure from Everything scratch. Everything from scratch. But like I said, circumstances are different for all of us mm. and um, you know some some people are not fortunate enough to find a farm with infrastructure mm. but then you can find ways around actually building mm. that infrastructure mm. there's and, and I also think I think I think um, also finding partners exactly you finding might, partners no I, I might have land, land but if I partner with you 100%. you have the finance to to erect structures 100%. on the piece of land so yeah. also be open-minded find partners mm. um, the, the other thing is how, how did you guys um, acquire this 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 nice piece of property like where did the finance because a lot of people start or, or the struggle is how do i put together this sum of money to buy a piece of land because we know land is expensive you know what i'm saying yeah and and farming land is it's 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 even more expensive um yeah so so how did you guys how did you guys go about that is it kiloni or you don't have to go into too much detail yes. and expose, you know, your stuff. But just to give, just to give people a clue okay. that it's possible. There is alternatives. There is ways where there's a will, there's a way. Just yes, so, just I was briefly. about to say. I was about to say where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. When we started looking into farming, we had no idea where the money was going to come from. Mm. And and look, I speak of God all the time because He's mm. been with us every mm. single step of the way. Yeah. You know, we didn't know where the finances were going to come from. But remember, if you believe in something. And you might tell someone else that will also see your vision and they'll help you out. Mm. So we immediately sh um, said we are not going to be seeking any external funding mm. because, of course, I mean, even I, as an, if I was an external funder, I wouldn't find fund an idea. I would fund a business. A business that exists. Uh, that exists. So if mm. you are um, Daffy, you've got a farm and you're struggling and you need help with this, but you've already started, then I mm. would fund you. But yeah. you know, so I think we, we we both wore that hat that you know. 
trying to find investors, external investors, not going to work. Let's mm. try within the circle. Mm. And and I think this is something that we all have to, you know, some people's families are different. Mm. We looked into our circle and mm. said, listen, guys, we need help. The and, ones closest. And, and closest, you know, um, our families um, came together and mm. we came here. Mm. We decided to take private loans, loans yeah. within yeah. the family, because then we knew that, you know, then there's not going to be a lot it's of pressure, a, because agriculture is not a, you know, today and then tomorrow mm. and then, or even mm. It's month. a long-term thing. It's a long-term thing, so you needed people to actually buy into that vision, to say, okay, you know what, they're actually onto something, mm. you know, savings, we mm. also had our own savings, we put our savings together, like I mentioned, um, you know, we got retrenched, we yeah. put those packages together, and somehow we came up with this. Mm. It is not like a gigantic piece of land, mm. but we had to start somewhere. So mm. we, that's why we also also look within your budget as a yeah. person. Do not, you know, I know we all want 300 hectare farms. You know, we started a small holding. Mm. We're literally on a plot. Really. Yeah. But like the dream is to grow bigger and bigger and bigger. But we had to start with what we had. Mm. And like I mentioned, it was private, like family mm. that came to that yeah. came through. And by God's grace. It, it, it came together. It I, I love together. I, I love it because on the on the on the previous podcast on part one you mentioned something about resilience. Yes. And I I, I personally believe that being a farmer like that is the that is the number one thing that carries you because yes. even just planting is 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 faith based yes. because you you you're just hoping that mm. and you're going to do everything necessary to make sure that mm. your 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 seed could be a hailstorm but and your crop gets resilience. wiped out resilience and um where there's a will there's a way mm. so let's stop making excuses everyone and if you want something just go out and get it 100% from any i mean it could be different for from for, yeah. for for all of us you could go to and mm. seek funding and you'll find it but don't just sit and be like no but i can't get funding away but have you tried you know yeah. don't sit and complain and be like ah, but i don't know where to start mm. you know try mm. get a couple of no's mm. and someone will say mm. yes and mingle with people who have already done it 100%. um that is that is awesome and i love your story once again joe i i i can see the passion in your eyes <laughs> i can see but i'm tired can you see the <laughs> in my eyes no no when you when you talk when you speak <laughs> you, you just light up joe you light up um i can really tell that this is not an overnight thing it's something that you've set on you have a vision for this thing yeah. and and talking about vision um give us shed some light on the five-year or ten-year um plan for 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 the business where are you guys taking it what is like the ideal business we, that you guys want to to own and run and manage look we 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 want to we are all about efficiency like i mentioned last time quality yeah. you know but efficiency we would like to run you know this space and probably even a bigger space yeah. you know ideally you know and i remember i was i was saying to my partner imagine we we bought the plot next to this one the one next mm. to it and we just kept mm. on growing expanding, and growing and expanding, growing and expanding, expanding but also expanding as this little commercial farm yeah. you know getting you know much more cattle you know making sure that we're planting on at least mm. so many hectares of mm. land as opposed to one hectare yeah. you know growing in the little bits that we're starting right now would like to actually grow those mm. and but also a big thing is also being um, farmers that are different. Yeah. Different and also finding out and capturing as much of the value chain as possible. Mm. Reducing cost of mm. farming. Um, we were talking earlier about mixing our own feed. Yeah. You know, things yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, having our own butchery. Mm. We were going to supply our own mm. meat. So mm. that is where we want to start 
you know, the process from here, NISC mm. Farms, and ended at NISC Farms, and I think that is where you actually realize the true potential of mm. being, or, or making money in this yeah. industry, to be honest, because, mm. um, you know, we were talking something as simple as this. You can make, for example, 60, K, 60 rand per kg on something, whereas if you're selling it directly to the customer, it's 110 rand yeah. per kg. So, it's, and, it's and all I guess about the being nice, the nice thing diversified. Is, sorry, sorry to interrupt you. I mm. guess the, also the nice thing about owning the value chain mm. is, you can place your product the way that you want to 100%. place it. People can appreciate your product the way that you envision it. 100%. Because you buy, you sell it to, 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 to someone, that guy is not going to, to package it the way that you would have intended. 100%. He's not going to distribute it the way. Again, being in charge of your brand. Yeah, yeah, and fully in charge. Yeah. And I think that is that is. But that's that, yeah, that's where we're going. You know, yeah. to go bigger and better and get better at it, you mm. know, trial and error, try a couple of things and then get better at it, mm. proceed forward. Mm. Um, but that's, that's where we're going. Yeah. Like I mentioned, we're starting out, we've had challenges, it's not easy, lots of hard work, mm. but, you know, if you are passionate about the space, should you get into it, damn skippy. Um, partnerships, how, how is you and your partner, uh, do you guys clash every now and of then? Course. or? Or of is course. everything smooth? I mean, sailing? guys, of the, there is, first of all, there is absolutely no relationship without conflict. Not even uh, you and your sister. And I guess conflict makes you know, a healthy relationship. And conflict relationship. makes a healthy relationship. If you find yourself, everything is smooth sailing, it's not natural. Mm. Because remember, we are two different people. Mm. Two different people that are trying to, you know, come together and, you know, pull this vision forward mm. and have one vision mm. for. These are two people. So, of course, we clash. But again, we go at it until we find that middle ground. Mm. Again, mm. Um, you know, be patient with one another. Yeah. Patience, patience, patience. And how can be a solo dolo? Do your own thing. But I mean, no man's an island. Yeah. Yes, we fight. We get over the fight. Sometimes we get angry at each other. Mm. We don't talk. But and then, but anger then is directed. The, just the like, intentions okay, are pure. The intentions are pure. This is where we were struggling. Yeah. This is how we go back. This is what what, what happened. Mm. Again, you must also go back and reconcile. This is what shouldn't have happened this time, mm. so that you learn and it doesn't keep happening mm. again because mm. we are people we have to grow and strive to be better people yeah. as partners so yeah no i think i think that is dope um just just before we wrap up yeah there is um i think it was on your twitter feed or <laughs> you, twitter. you 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 retweeted something um as, as, a, as, a, as a as a as a as a female in agriculture Mm. Um, are you having any problems managing your staff in a efficient manner? Yes. Like Bautrompa, is there respect between you and your staff members or just because you're a female, they look down upon you when, when you ask them to do something, you know, it's, it's, what is the relationship between you and your employees? Or does the fact that you have a partner makes it better? Look, I mean, or, the fact that I have a partner definitely makes it better, yeah. um, you know. Um, you know, I, I think we actually had this conversation like... Uh, couple of weeks ago where I asked one of the guys to do something and where he will say it and then it's better. it's like they'll do it immediately. Mm. I mean this is common. It is obvious. You're mm. talking to men, you're a female. Yeah. And they're just like this guy. Mm. But then I realize you have to draw boundaries immediately. Yeah. From jump, you know, from the beginning, this is something that I should have done is these are the boundaries. Yes, Noma is happy, we mm. smile, but 
don't miss She's still the boss. She's still I our still manager. Here, yeah. You know. Yeah. So I think drawing the line, you know, not in the sand where people could just blow it away. Mm. Right from the jump to say this is what is expected of mm. you. And if you slack from here, yeah. this is what is what is going to happen. Mm. Where people know that actions are actually directly linked to consequences. Mm. Um, where if I tell you to do to say to do something, even though it's me and it's not my partner, mm. then you will have consequences to face yeah. if you decide that you're not mm. going to do that. Um, but also conversation, constant conversations with your employees um, and speaking to them, making them understand that here, we are all here to help each other mm. out. You know, no one is here to show and, you know, pull mm. rank and be like, oh, my mm. muscle is bigger than the other person. Mm. But also at the same time, don't just take advantage of the fact that, you know, it's an open door policy yeah. and we chat and you think, okay, I could just do whatever I want. So mm. I guess boundaries boundaries, 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 boundaries. And I guess be consistent as well. Be consistent with those mm. boundaries too. I think me and Lisufi was having this conversation about consistency and especially when it comes to employees, they need to get to know, to get used to you as a person yeah. and be consistent. Don't mm. be... I must know that, you know, See, I tell us about we have can be backwards. <laughs> there is. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to add, Joe? No. You wanted to share? Um, Not much, except guys, like get into farming. You mm. know, how do I start? I don't know. You know, start somewhere. Mm. <laughs> Research. Mm. Go mm. online. Speak mm. to a few people. Go on Twitter. Literally, if you type farmer on Twitter, there are so many people that have got the handle farmer mm. this, farmer that. Mm. Connect with them. Mm. Again, like I said, you have to be sociable. Be mm. a person that people, you, you have to go to people. Mm. People won't come to you. Yeah. You know, people want to be like, I want to be a farmer, but mm. what are you doing about it? Mm. Get you're up out and there. Are you talking Be to people? Are you marketing? Are you networking? And research, research, research. If you can go on a course, go on a course. Mm. Get them, get mentors. Yeah. And San you're good to go. Two men. Um, Noma, thank you very much for your time. Thank um, you. As always, it's always a pleasure chatting to you, Joe. And please, can we see more more female farmers in the space, mm. guys? Mm. Mm. We can rock this. We ladies, 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 let's come. start working. Let's start come. working. Um, thank you very much again, Joe. I think after this, we're going to hit a young tour around your farm and, and check out everything. Um, <laughs> guys, stay tuned for the next podcast. As usual, we hope that you find it very insightful and inspirational. Peace. <laughs>